Chub Creek 165. Way back when, when we didn't have to think, come on in, don't be a dick. The boys on the farm didn't mean any harm. On the banks of Chub Creek. Chub Creek. Cold Creek Conservation Area now. I just finished editing together uh, CC164. So this is weird because I feel like I've just been listening to myself. I'm sick of myself talking already, but sound is so cool here. This is the perfect, perfect conditions for uh, photography and just kind of f- relaxed hiking just because uh, it's uh, overcast, it's late in the day, it's about 4.30. And it's rained not too long ago, so everything's the light is cool and everything's kind of wet and moody. And I just found about 20 interesting things to photograph already, so pretty cool. I want to know what that bird is. It's very still here. And uh, maybe three or four degrees. It's not that much above freezing. Wish I could see him, photograph him. It's Friday, and this is a day off because uh, of uh, Good Friday. We have the we have the Friday off, but not the Monday in Ontario. Uh, if you work for the government, you get Monday as well. Um, and that's nice. It's been a pretty lazy day, and I took my sweet time getting the hell out of Dodge, didn't I? But kind of wish I'd gone a bit earlier because uh, I've only got till about eight o'clock. Pretty sounds. Sun sets at 8. Hear that? Beautiful. It's totally silent out here, which is actually another thing I should remind myself. Come out here more often because it always bugs me that you can hear the traffic. You can still hear it, but we are near um, Vaughn and Bolton area, I believe. I can't remember exactly. Beautiful. Anyway, I'll see if I find anything. Let you know. You'll be the first to know. Cool. I just heard a train whistle. Of course, it just stopped. And at first, it was amplified so weirdly in this forest that it sounded like a church or like an organ. It was really neat. Anyway, no point. Until you about it, you can't hear it. This loop is six kilometers, and I don't think I'm going to try to do the whole loop because I don't know how long it takes me to do six kilometers. Because I remember this place last time I was here, it took me six hours, but it was um, 
you know, 30 or 40 degrees. 40 degrees, I think, with the, uh, whatchamacallit, the anti-wind chill. Um, and I almost uh, collapsed of heat exhaustion. So it was really bad, but I think that's probably why it took so long. Plus, I detoured a lot into a little... This is a place that's got the really cool boardwalk with the bluish, grayish, green, milky water. It's really creepy, but neat. Anyway, I didn't mean to start talking, so I'll shut up. Because that's all I had to say. There's the train and a cool bird. Can't quite make them out. Made it down to the boardwalk. This is so magical down here. It's so hard to describe too. It's like, I don't know, it's kind of like dinosaur land down here. I've been here before and I've talked to you about it before. It's just weird here. It's a really low valley and the, the temperature drops by a few degrees. And so that has something to do with the color of the water. The water is, um, it's, um, it's kind of pale grayish green and semi-clear, so it just has this kind of watercolor oil painting-y, I don't know, kind of a strange ghostly look to it. <laughs> it's just really cool. Um, I remember there's a plaque that says something about why it's like that, but I forgot. Something to do with the temperature and the chemistry of the muck that the river is going through. Creek, whatever it is. Anyway, I just love it here. They built this, uh, the boardwalk's about four feet up in the air. And it's, uh, it's almost like a theme park, you know, like a, a, like a fake set. And you're walking through it on this ramp. Like, uh, I don't know. This is not that fascinating, but I think it is. They've just been very careful not to disturb the undergrowth for whatever reason. Uh, they've got it lifted quite high up, so it's kind of neat. It's like you're really spying on nature. Anyway. It's just a really nice walk through here. Just listening to the sound. It's a little slippery. It's wet on this boardwalk. Dad sent me a video of David Letterman and this band called Future Island. Or Future Islands. And I cannot stop watching it. It's it's one of those, either they're going to be massive or it's just kind of a f crazy thing that people will laugh at for five minutes. And I have a feeling it's the former. They're just really weird in a way that gets into your head. You can just laugh it off and never watch it again. But when I watch the... If you look, you go look up YouTube Letterman Future Islands and watch that. And then I had to watch it twice to really understand what was even going on. 
because he does this like devil voice is on top of this kind of melodic singing that he does and which isn't interesting really on its own but it's just so unexpected how he does it and uh, anyway I've been watching it over and over again not like repeatedly but every once in a while I'll flick it on and watch it again he just dances so weirdly and um I find it interesting. That's how new trends happen. That's how new things happen, you know? Somebody does something that people sort of hate at first glance, but the younger people really like it. Like Elvis, for example, or the Beatles, or... Or, uh... What? Can't think of any other examples. Stones? Those those kinds of bands were like that. There was something strange that they were doing that uh, just took off, you know, and everyone copied it, so I'm wondering. I'm wondering if this is one of those things. Anyway, I have to, I just, every time I start recording, I have about 85 things I notice that I want to take a picture of, so I'm going to pause. Stupid. 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 Dumb, dumb. Dumb, dumb. Dumb, dumb. Dum dum. <laughs> Stupid. I win. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm pretty much at the beginning, but I, I uh, didn't record very much, which is okay. I'll maybe just continue on to another day from here, but. Uh, this is a really neat place. It, it, I found a marsh that I didn't notice the first time, a huge marsh, and uh, it's a lot of really cool birds. This is birdie. This is a very birdie show. There's one that was making a really weird noise. If that plane would F, f-, f- you off. Really pretty. A lot of rolling hills here, too. It's really picturesque, even in the uh, pre-spring. Anyway, I'm going to grab some more shots and uh, pee on something soon, or I'm going to wet my pants. Okay, just a little update for you. Talk to you in a bit. It's getting dark and I'm still in the woods. Hear that? Wind's picking up and the trees are making some kind of crazy sound like a baby crying. Of course not now. first I thought it was a sheep. <laughs> so like a yeah. Hear that? Forest only make forest only makes spooky sounds at night. 
it's actually really peaceful. It's uh, peaceful and the light is so cool. It's not dark. It's like almost sunset. So the light is horizontal across everything, making these kind of yellow shadows. Very cool. But all the sounds started happening. It's really neat. I decided, I, had, I was at the road and I thought, oh, I don't want to walk along the road. I'll just take that last little leg of the trail, which heads the same direction. So hopefully I'm heading the right way. I'm not sucking. Eh? I end up doing a complete circle. Hey, we're Future Islands. We're here at Dub Lab. We're really excited to be here. All right, this next song is called The Heart Grows Old. It's about those people in your life you love so much, but you just can't be with them because they break your heart and they make you crazy. It's a true story. This is Garrett Wilmers, and this is William Cash, and I'm Sam Herring.
noisy little buggers today. It's a little marsh I come across on uh, a trail called Palgrave. Up near, it's actually in a, in Palgrave, which I guess is a town or region. Close to another one called Albion Hills. It's a really nice sound. They're happy today because it's spring like it's warm. This is, uh, so I've jumped ahead from the last time I recorded, which was last weekend. It's probably too loud, isn't it? Oh, I'll deal with it. It's nature. I can't see a single frog. There's one really loud one close by. Oh, shotgun. I'm wearing black, too, with a black cap. <laughs> I really have to get some better hiking uh, gear. Clothes. Oh. They get quiet when you get close. Hear that guy in the distance? Something going up, back up. Anyway, I have nothing to say, tell you. Went to a good uh, baseball game last night with the folks. That was a lot of fun. I should record a little bit. It was just kind of cool to hear the ambience, but uh, it was boring until the what the eighth inning or something, where because it was the Jays scored three. I was going to say goals, three runs in the first uh, inning, and then. They just lost it somewhere in the third or fourth. Uh, they were down something like seven to three. And it ended up seven six. So it was really tense in the end, which was really fun, fun, fun uh, kind of game to watch when it sudden, sudden uh, death. Uh, but, you know, the guy that's hitting could make or break it. They actually ended it with two, uh, two on bases, which sucked. Suck to leave him there because if he'd have got a grand slam, they would have uh, won it. Amazing bunch of sounds. I can even hear a woodpecker. This is a cool one. I didn't. Uh, I don't, I've been here before. And I, I I don't remember it, so I must have been in a different part. I think I maybe came looking for this and couldn't find it. Cool. This is the way the whole world sounded before we came and wrecked it. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Might take some pictures. Starting to work themselves into a frenzy. Okay, moving on.
you can tell there's a little I love it when there's no traffic noise at all but you can hear it it's the only thing wrong with well two things wrong with this trail one it's coniferous trees and I hate that I don't know why but they just seem kind of yuck <laughs> they you know no offense to the trees but there's no leaves in there you know the same all year and they never change and they're kind of prickly and I just don't like it and it seems to be a different kind of wildlife that hangs out here I was just thinking about uh, two things I was thinking about I hate when I think about something and then plan to talk about it because just for some reason I makes me think like I'm acting okay begin recording then find a time to start talking about the thing you're talking you're thinking about God, that's an overthink if I ever heard one, eh? Um, but I was thinking about something, which was a place called... Oh, now I can't think of the name of it. Something Point. It's a, a long point. I was there last year, and I was looking more carefully at the map. I had a hard time finding anything interesting there, but it's a sand spit. If you look on the map, I don't know, what's the lake? Lake Erie? Is that the one? below Lake Ontario, Lake Erie? I don't remember. What an idiot. <laughs> Look on the map and you'll see on Google Maps, zoom into Lake Erie and you'll see on the northern flat part of it, there's a little sand spit that goes out into the water. And it's one of the most um, worldwide recognized important bird migratory conservation areas in the world. And uh, most of it is inaccessible to people. You're not allowed to go on you know, it's like thousands and thousands of hectares. But there is a small part you can, and there's also little touristy beaches and stuff, and it's very flat and low and really interesting to drive down there because suddenly the water is feels like it could be at road level, and it's just very flat. Um, anyway, nothing interesting other than to say that I realized now that I was in completely the wrong place, and I had a opportunity to, if I'd have just known where I was going, I could have done this really amazing hike that surrounded kind of a flat uh, marsh area that goes on for what looks like three or four kilometers. So now I'm kind of hyped to go back there. Um, I'd really love to get a look at the, I mean, so would everyone, that's why you're not allowed, I guess, to the more untouched part, way up uh, on the uh, eastern, eastern point. Oh, more froggies. It's a different spot here. Those are funny ones. What are those? Is it different kinds of rocks? What point will the, will the word cool be uncool? Is it already uncool to use the word? Have you ever... <laughs> have you ever seen a hipster? Do you know, do you know what a hipster is? I, I've been, I live in a very boring part of uh, the, the uh, western, uh, west of Toronto, um, which doesn't have a lot of, uh, you know nightlife at all, or any action really, it's just kind of, mm, 
buildings. <laughs> and that's why I like to get out of Dodge, just get the hell out. And uh, at work, I keep hearing about, and over the last few years, on the internet, I keep hearing these <laughs> whining laments about hipsters, and my kids will make fun of them. And <laughs> it's funny, what I realize is I've never really clapped eyes on one knowingly. So I just kind of feel like this whole hipster thing has happened without me seeing it. And it's almost, it seems silly. And so hipster is somebody who, <laughs> some people will have no idea what this is and, and some people will have full, full understanding of it because they're sick of it. Um, uh, it's like, it's, it's, all the stuff that I hear is nothing new. It's like, okay, they dress funny. All right, that's, they dress like, they try to dress uniquely. Eh, but there's no uniform. Except for maybe glasses and toques and mustaches that are weird looking, or beards. And they like their niche products. They like their craft beer and their crazy coffee. Now, none of that is really new, though. Like... Isn't it funny how people have to create their own, their own thing? They've got to be unique and have their own. And no one I've ever met self-identifies as a hipster. I don't think hipsters self-identify as hipsters. So I find the whole thing tedious. Um, but I'm just wondering if that's the way it felt when people started to talk about hippies in the 60s or 70s. Was it the same? Did anyone self-identify as a hippie? Was it a derogatory term? Like, it's interesting in a way. Sort of. It's a really pretty little swamp here. Swamps aren't, you know. I say pretty because the forest is so boring. And then you come across a little water and it's nice. Uh, let's see, how long? So I'm at a half, and no, I'm at 45 minutes already. Wow. Am I? How do I tell? Oh no, I'm almost at 45 now. Three minutes, so my little system is sort of working, except I don't want to use it. I used to be able to count down how long I've been speaking, which is too long now. So maybe I'll edit myself. Uh, what else was I thinking about? Oh, I was thinking about... Uh, um, the fact that I don't have cable TV anymore and I, I watch only, if I watch anything, it's Netflix. So, isn't that cool, Netflix? Except for, it's getting slowly better, but it's just, you know, old older movies, which kind of sucks, but I've gotten more into the television programming and uh, the whole binge-watching phenomenon, isn't that kind of a weird thing? It's, you know, you'll watch a whole series within a couple of days and then you'll feel kind of drained and like, oh no, I've got nothing to watch. And then you panic for something new. That happened to me and I started watching stuff I wasn't really loving, like Luther, which was okay. It stars the guy from uh, uh, The Wire, who, uh, who I didn't know was, was English. He has an English accent, but you can't tell at all in the American in The, in the Wire. But on Luther, he's very, I don't know, what is this, Cockney or something? No. I don't know accents. Um, and I just finished watching The the Bible on Netflix, just out of curiosity, because I, I don't really know the story. 
and it was kind of and, and I have a feeling that the story that I saw it was about 10 parts or something I think it was heavily weighted towards Christians as opposed to all the other people that follow the Bible um, right? I don't even know if that's a thing Is, are you, can you follow the Bible if you're not a Christian? Is it, is it something else then? no idea but some of the stories play into other religions like the, the Old Testament I think the parts about Moses and uh, Cain and Abel and Jeremiah and um, shit I forgot their names they're all so familiar um, Solomon and is it Solomon? Samson there's a bunch of old names that I just remember from you know you just you know people named this <laughs> like my whole my family all my cousins are pretty much all biblical names and it was neat but the, the Old Testament only took up you know like a tiny part of the whole thing the rest was devoted to Christ which is only the New Testament but all, it was interesting to me is a, and I think that uh, um, Judaism and um, some of uh, the um, <laughs> what do you call it? Um, anyway all of the, I think of many religions kind of have share these stories and it was interesting to see how violent it was and how you know in, in those old stories God was kind of like vengeful and he didn't mind kind of murdering relatively innocent people all the time um, or having people do it you know and then when it comes to the New Testament suddenly God loves everyone and he's forgiving everyone and healing everyone and uh, it seems like almost a different character not to belittle believers but just you know to me it's a story I have no belief Damn, all this time I've been recording with uh, reduced side channel volume, which means the stereo wouldn't have sounded as wide. Now it should sound much wider. There's a creaky tree. Where's it behind me? Now it's silent. I was thinking that'd be a good test. Um, and my other little plan kind of backfired because the card ran out of memory. I forgot that I, that was the whole point. I could only talk so long it would run out of memory. So, this will either be part of the next one or I'll just edit or whatever. Who cares? Um, so I had to pull a memory card out of my other camera. So now I've only got uh, my main camera, which is okay. I was going to say something. When I think of it, I'll get back to you. Stay on the edge of your seat. Sometimes I uh, can't believe what the things that pass through my mind. So here's what I was just thinking about. So you know how I was thinking the train of thought went hipsters. Oh yeah, I was talking about hipsters. And, and I was thinking, I wonder if my son's a hipster. But then I remember, no, he, he, he talks trash about them. Although he has those kind of hipstery glasses and the hipstery uh, hat and those skinny jeans. And then I thought about skinny jeans. I thought, oh yeah, I was just looking at an article about uh, how annoying it is to take your skinny jeans off and on, if you're a woman in particular. And then I thought, 
it's only possible because people are tapered <laughs> and their lower legs are thinner than their you know upper legs and the butt and then I thought well imagine if it was the other way around and your like lower legs were huge and your waist was thin you'd never be able to put on pants There you go. That's what. That's see. That's what happens in the mind of Dave. That's why I have it so. So I have such a hard time thinking of things that are interesting to talk about because I just don't think normally. <laughs> um. Did I finish the hipster conversation? Yeah, I probably beat that to death. This is a really boring. It's just all the pine trees. Pine trees suck. Um. Yeah, so Netflix. Netflix is cool. Um, and the fact that I don't listen to... Or don't have cable. I don't have a telephone. <laughs> That's another funny subject. I'm trying to remember. Um, I don't have... Uh, I don't have a telephone. I don't have cable. I don't listen to the radio. And so I'm so cut off. And I'm a good experiment for what media forms, actually, advertising forms, get through to me. Because it's got to be very targeted. And somebody, I think maybe somebody just sent this to me. But I, I did... Somebody was able to get through to me through a website called um, Touch of Modern. Have you been to this site? It's really expensive but very cool stuff. And they have a new bunch of kind of a sale but it's more like just features with new stuff every day and man I've, I've ordered about four things on there I ordered this fireplace that sits on the top of your your coffee table and it looks like two vertical pieces of glass with a stainless steel or aluminum burner in the middle which isn't really a burner it just looks like a metal box and then you pour bioethanol in it which is just alcohol made from corn or something, I think. And it burns really pretty um, kind of bobbing flames on uh, a, a strip about a I don't know, maybe eight inches wide. And it, there's no fumes. There's no smoke. There's no fumes. It burns perfectly, apparently, perfectly cleanly. It smells a bit like nail polish until you light it. And I love this thing. It's really just added a whole dimension of kind of hominess to my place sits on my coffee table and when I'm watching Netflix there's a little bobbing fire on the table which I hope doesn't turn out to be the end of me but I'm being very careful with it it's not like gasoline flammable either it takes it kind of goes you know as opposed to going whoomp, you know like a like a kerosene fire will it goes whoom. it's kind of a and it's on fire <laughs> Um, so I got that. I got a. I haven't got the scale yet. I got a scale that talks to your computer and keeps like a long-term graph of your progress, which will be really fun. I've got a copper keychain flashlight that I just loved the look of. Um, and one other thing that I forgot. So check it out. I'm not being sponsored. It's just something I thought was cool. It's called Touch of Modern. Probably .com. Um. What was the thing I was going to touch on? A couple things. Ah, I forgot it. Um, but as I was talking, I thought of something else, which was how difficult it was for... <laughs> so yesterday, my folks come over about 11 o'clock, and we 
have a nice little visit. Um, let me just make sure where I'm going here. That's number six. That number six I turn, right? It's very, very windy. It's easy to get lost, but it's not big, so the worst that can happen is you just keep walking until you hit the road, but it would be hours, though. Um, and so we had a nice little visit, and I showed them my cool little fireplace, and eventually we get going, and I was driving, and um, I, when I drive and talk, I get really, I, I, I'm, I'm perfectly safe driving and talking, but I'm not good at making sure I'm going the right way. And so, blah, 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 talking, and I'm zooming completely past the exit to get to Yorkdale, which is where we park, and normally we park there, and we take the subway, and uh, it's a fun little trip to uh, Skydome, or whatever the frigate's called now, Rogers Center, really bothers me. I kind of have this kind of love for Skydome. This is a cool dome uh, in Toronto. Then we get there, and the whole parkade is... We can't even walk where we normally walk. We usually just... It's hard to explain, but we were, couldn't park, first of all. It was so busy, and because of this construction happening there at Yorkdale, that I couldn't park, but we lucked out because there was... And we're late now. The game's already started, and we're still at the Yorkdale parking lot. And we get there, and we... we we drive past this guy who happens to be really kind and he's pointing his finger towards where his car is going to be so we can just follow him and watch him walk to his car and it was so nice wish more people were that and then we when we left we paid it forward and did that for somebody else which is kind of cool because it's impossible to park there right now and uh and then we there was all everything was barricaded we couldn't walk to where we needed to walk so it was a big pain in the ass and, uh, oh, we did get there like an hour late, <laughs> in the middle of the second inning. Anyway, it was like the gods were against us getting to the freaking game on time. But it was cool. Um, what was that other funny thing I was going to talk about? I have to come back. I just remembered I had to go back and listen. <laughs> I just reminded myself of the telephone. So, the do you have a telephone, like a real telephone? I was talking to mom about telephones, and it's kind of funny because they're so like when I was growing up, we had a party line, which means that the telephone rings in a Morse code, and you only pick it up if I think ours was short, long, short, or long, short, long, or something, and you only pick it up if it's that pattern. But if you do pick it up when it's someone else's you can listen in <laughs> and uh you know and i'm sure everyone did but back then you know the phone was a bell <sighs> you know like an alarm clock which is the worst it alarms you out of what you're doing and you run to grab it to make it shut up and over the years the phones have changed to you know more of a pleasant kind of ring sound but it's still a ringing sound and then finally cell phones came along and there's still the stragglers who have both, you know, and if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably in the age group that you have both, and like I have only my cell phone now, I'm curious if, uh, actually leave a, leave a, go to chubcreek.com to the comments on this episode, and just let me know if you have a real phone or not, 
or if you have only your cell phone. I'm curious to know that. Little mini, um, little mini uh, poll. But um, what's funny about it is how it just takes over your life. Even, even these days, if you have a phone, a regular phone, it rings. You stop eating dinner. You get up, <laughs> run to the phone. And can you imagine anything more rude than that? So I've kind of just written that whole thing off of my... What's neat about if you... I was telling mom this. If you have a... If you, the only way someone can phone you is on your, your cell phone, like your iPhone, they tend not to do it because there's something people inherently think is rude about phoning you on your cell, you know, unless you've established a pattern or it's okay or something. Because I won't call someone's cell unless it's an emergency. Because I know it's right with them, like right at their table or right in their pocket. And I really am interrupting them. Whereas, when you think about calling someone normally, you just assume, you know, it's just a ringing in the house. And if they're there, they'll pick it up or not. It's different, isn't it? But, it, but the reality is, you're going to stop what you're doing and answer. So it's just so silly. But uh, very freeing. <laughs> um... I realized at work that my phone isn't working, and I was wondering why I wasn't getting any phone calls, and it's just so nice not to get phone calls. So I'm tempted not to fix it. <laughs> but I better I'll get in trouble, so that's something that's been on my mind lately, is just how my life is free of phone calls, and I just like it. It's never good news. It's always, when someone calls me, it's, it's always, you know, a request of some kind, and I've got to, you know, have an answer right then. You know, there's no, you know, um, I'll call you back and think about it. You know, no, you got to, you have to have the conversation right there. And I don't know. Somehow it's different. It's different than just having a conversation in person or you're having an email or all this other silly ways to communicate. Uh... My kids primarily communicate with Snapchat. I guess that's the new thing. And I hate it because it's too temporary and I can never see the pictures of them they send or the videos. They're just gone. It really bothers me. But that's what they do. They Snapchat each other. And I was amazed because Will was talking to me about that last time he was up. And uh, I can't remember how we got onto the subject, but I said something about how many Snapchats he does in a day. And because it's video or a picture, I was assuming, you know, it's maybe 20, maybe 50 at the most. And he says, no, it's hundreds. <laughs> it's hundreds. Because he will reply with, okay, and that's a Snapchat, including a photo. You know, the bandwidth they must be taking up with all these pictures just to say one word or videos. It must be huge, but it does make texting more interesting. Okay, I'm just going to get my bearings. I'll be right back. See, in these, in these pine forests, all they have is angry birds. They don't sound happy. They sound like mean. Yeah, that's probably a poisonous bird. I wonder why birds aren't poisonous. Maybe they are. So, 
guess the trail isn't bad. At least it's bright and sunny. It's a really pretty day, and I'm just being negative. See? I don't hear any pretty birds. Just crazy frogs and angry birds. I wonder if there's going to be any pigs <laughs> launching themselves at the birds. That's nice. Somebody left their... Uh... It's so Canadian. I don't know if this happened. Does this happen in the States? Oh, that's actually cool. It's a, a toque. I'll take a picture of it here. There's a toque that has... Uh... I think it's McDonald's. It's a like a it's a red toque with a Wi-Fi yellow Wi-Fi symbol on it. I don't know why it reminds me of McDonald's. <clears throat> but somebody's left it for the person. It's just something that happens on trails. You lose your keys, you lose your glove, you lose anything. Somebody will hang it on a branch. It's just very nice, kind of uh, good spirit thing that happens. I really appreciate that. Once I saw and took a one of my favorite pictures. No one else seemed to like it. So, do you have a favorite thing that no one likes and you, it bothers you that no one else likes it but it's still your favorite? <clears throat> I don't know why it bothers me. No one ever really mentioned it. I posted it online and I showed it to people and everyone's kind of eh. but I love this photo. It's a just some on one of the trails I was on, um, somebody had lost their keychain, and it was a little plastic red heart with, uh, and I'm sure it had a button on it that made it glow, because um, it seemed like that. It's kind of a kind of like a bike light, but in the shape of a heart. And uh, it was just hanging on a branch, and I took a picture of it. It was I just love this picture. It was just kind of one of those pictures. One of those corny pictures about love, you know? I just liked it. I tell you, this is the other thing about this trail. I haven't taken one single photo of anything. There's nothing photographic and photogenic here. Nothing. Grumpy pants. <laughs> okay. I better not talk too much or I'll be really long. This will probably be over an hour and this will be... So I'm going to edit this. I'm going to make sure this isn't that long. Maybe I'll edit what I just said. I just spent about two minutes waiting for the planes and cars and noises to disappear in this spot. They're just not disappearing, so... Uh, one more funny story before I go. <laughs> I was uh, unable to uh, contain it any longer, and I had to break off the trail and take a leak, so... Um, just to help you understand what just happened, so take your index finger and curl it around until it's as tight as you can curl it. So, partic- partic- uh, blah, blah, blah. picture yourself standing on my on your fingernail, and that's where the trail is, and the trail is about to curl into a loop. So I walked from my fingernail <laughs> instead of so I I just walked into the bushes. I'm not explaining this properly at all. So I walk into the bushes. Uh, pretty deep so nobody can see. And, you know, I uh, relieve myself there in the grass and uh, in the middle of the bush, so I thought. And then uh, when I was finished, I 
realized I have just walked to the edge of the loop. <laughs> I was peeing. Like, so I walked from my fingernail to my, put to my uh, knuckle, uh, but through the trees. So I, I thought I was deep in the forest, but I was right beside the trail peeing full frontally right in front of where the trail was. Luckily there's nobody there, but that could have been quite an interesting little scene. <laughs> um, anyway, so I think this is good. This is probably really too long, so I'll cut it here. And I hope you're enjoying this. Please send me some feedback. Go to chubcreek.com and uh, go to the comment section at the bottom. And I love hearing from you there, most of all. But if not, send me an email to feedback at uh, chubcreek.com or, you know, tweet something or whatever. The, you know, hi. Just saying hi. <laughs> um, take care of yourself, and I'll see you next week. Okay? Love you. See you soon. Bye. I think that made no sense. Okay, so take your finger. <laughs> take your finger and just point it straight, right? That represents the trail. So I'm standing where my fingernail is, right? And I just kind of head off the trail to pee. But now curl your finger around. And where I ended up, the trail actually was a loop and I didn't know it. Okay, does that make sense? Jesus, you're hard to explain things to. Just pay attention.